A very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Hello, World Game Changers, and welcome back to this podcast episode where today I'm joined for, by a gentleman from uh, the Ukraine, Andrei Sferidov. And Andrei and I, we've had a fascinating conversation or two off air about um, technology and how it can help humanity. So, um, you know, we're going to dive in on this because I think it's fair to say that technology now is really escalating um, at an exponential level, particularly with AI and what have you. And uh, Andre is definitely in that space. So for me, as dear I say, and here's a label for your listeners, as a non-techie, to be able to listen to somebody like Andre that communicates in a way that I actually understand it. Because I think, you know, sometimes I've found... Uh, in the past that people with a real in-depth technical prowess and ability, they tend to kind of live in their own world and they naturally assume that you know what they're talking about. And of course, sometimes, well, I certainly don't. So to have somebody like Andre that can communicate in a real kind of matter-of-fact, clear and concise manner, I think is an absolute breath of fresh air. But anyway, that's enough of an intro. Without further ado, Andre, a very, very warm welcome to you. Welcome to you too, Paul. Yes, thank you for this introduction. Okay. Yeah, we'll so, be glad to move forward. <laughs> yeah, so embracing technology then, Andre, where do we start with this? Because it's such a vast area, isn't it, technology? I mean, it's huge. Where would we start? Yeah, I believe we should start from the analyzing different kind of maybe components or maybe... Uh, like split the current humanity to couple factors and uh, decide where the current technologies tech can be very helpful and uh, to make this world better. So yeah, we can we can try to split it maybe for the diagnostic analytic things and then move forward to the real changes. Uh, yeah, as an example, mm -hmm. I can uh, bring maybe. Idea how we develop the innovation startup for the USA or older people uh, who move to the hospitals and uh, yeah how we at first develop the uh, diagnostic test for their eyes. Then we currently develop the already therapeutic test to allow them to not move to the hospitals but stay at home and pass everything through their laptops. And it's very important because it's. Uh, really help uh, humanity uh, to uh, really help older people to stay at home and to not uh, spend ton of time uh, in the hospitals uh, and drive there because it's as well uh, can be dangerous for them. So, yeah, we need to define uh, start from the analytics, diagnostics, and then to the solution. I believe this is the best mm. way. Mm. Okay, so let me let me just take it off at a different tangent, Andre, if I may, by by quoting this to you, and it's something that I hear on a daily basis now, particularly around AI. 
AI is going to take all of our jobs. What will we do? What would be your response to that? Uh, if we talk about the uh, humanity, uh, what will happen when AI will be completely change the people on their places? I believe uh, we will uh, we will start work less than uh, we work right now. So if we talk about the humanity in total, if as an example, currently we can uh, already we can I believe change. Uh, remove the people from their places and already it's possible to replace them. But it's not happening because it will be a pretty long process. During this process, uh, people will start uh, work less and less time and they will be have enough time in future for maybe spend for their uh, healthiness and uh, their families, etc. So this is not bad. It's good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I believe it will be even better than now. Mm, okay, so I can see from a time perspective how people, uh, well, people's time will increase, you know, that for themselves to spend on the family, etc., etc. Uh, however, if you're not working, you're not earning. And if you're not earning, how are you going to kind of sustain yourself, the cost of living, buying food and rent and, you know, and all this kind of stuff? Uh, I believe, I believe uh, the work will be changed uh, so as an example uh, i still believe the people will work but they will work in uh, different uh, professions what currently we do not have uh, even don't have in about 10 years will be a lot of new professions so it's currently better to start educating uh, yourself maybe to become an engineer or uh, like it engineer or some uh, or something like that because uh, robototechnics uh, and different other niches are expecting for new specialists. Yes, and there will be needed people, a lot of people. And uh, the new prof uh, prof uh, professions will come to the market. So currently, uh, if be honest, I, I don't know what profession will have my daughter. So if we talk to maybe 20 years ago, I can tell, okay, uh, she will be a teacher. Maybe in future she will not be a teacher. <laughs> she will need, uh, need to have another job. And what uh, it's possible, I believe, need to switch our brain to another uh, step, uh, be more adaptive, be more skillable, try to understand wider, uh, wider skills, have a wider skills, be adaptive and uh, learn and educate day by day. And then see the new professions, choose one of them and become, uh, as an example, IT engineer or something like this. Mm. So from your interesting contrast there, Andre, from what you're talking about, you know, about why you got into IT uh, and like your daughter now uh, as, as a young child um, and the way that things have changed over the years. What got you into IT? What, why, did, why have you ended up in this kind of field, in this, in this area of work, IT? Mm -hmm. How we adopted as an example currently in my company, I educate people. I educate people each week. I uh, have like a couple calls during this week where I educate the technical people and non technical people. Uh, we name it product thinking. Uh, become like an engineer, think wider, see the, the whole system of business environment, not just uh, uh, be a coder as an example, like a programmer. A couple of years ago, maybe 10 years ago, if you can code, you was amazing. But right now, it's not enough because if we take our industry, in our industry currently around 40% of code already 
replaced by AI. So, and uh, AI will replace those basic code, code skills. Uh, and that's why we started before even uh, from the start of the company, we start to dedicate our uh, employees to be, as an example, product engineers, people who can see the whole system, can calculate cost effectiveness of the system, see their weak places, replace them, uh, be adoptive uh, <laughs> and understand the context, context of the business, etc. So when I educate them, I told, okay, good solution architecture. It's not a person who uh, sit and whole time uh, trying to, uh, to resolve challenging tasks. It's a person who sees the whole picture, a mm -hmm. person who can uh, come and see the business and tell, okay, here, here, and here, you need to replace this, this, and this uh, to this one, and it will be more cost-effective, it will be more uh, scalable, etc. So this is what we do right now in our company. We educate people to become an engineers, not just a coders. Wow. Okay. So what what was that? I mean, from a, a, a young a young man then, um, or even a, a youth, um, Andre, from your own point of view, have you always had a technology background? Was it just a natural progression for you to to side ride along with technology, or is it something that you found yourself? Oh, I see the world's changing. I need to change with it. Uh, I believe when I started, I like technologies. I like technologies, and uh, maybe I have talent. I don't know, but for me, it's pretty understandable. So, where uh, I have education, uh, technology education, etc. But when I buy, uh, buy my first computer, uh, it, for me, always was interesting how everything works. So, how it works on the background when I click on the button, what's happened? Uh, yes, and uh, after a couple of years, maybe <laughs> around maybe seven years, when already I know a couple languages of programming, etc., I understand how, how everything works from the, I believe, uh, how works electricity, how works uh, laptop, uh, how works uh, programming codes, etc. And uh, it's I always I do not pass any kind of course or something like that. It uh, I was self-educated, so I just see it, take information, start learning, and uh, after currently I believe in this niche I already twelve years. So yeah, it's always was interesting for me. Mm, wow. So would you you know let, let's go back to your daughter uh, you know as a as a young child growing up. Do, you know, would you, I hear people say that, you know, uh, particularly sort of actors and, um, you know, people in certain professions, oh, I'd never want my children to follow in my footsteps. I don't want them to become an actor or I don't want them to become a boxer or I don't want them to become an engineer or, or whatever. Um, how, do, how does that work out for you, Andre? Is there a natural kind of encouragement for your, for your daughter to follow in your footsteps? Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, about my daughter, uh, what what I do, I do environment around her. So she will decide which profession she will take. Uh, mm -hmm. She will decide what she will need in future. And maybe I even I will be not qualified for to decide in future in about twenty years what she need to choose. So that's why what I can I can create the needs environment around her. So uh, she, she she need to see that uh, how I see that and read books. It means the child will see the, uh, her father read books. It means she will try to read it. Maybe she will like it, maybe not. But I can do this one, uh, this one, create environment. If she will see I'm sitting in the laptop and uh, code something, in this case, any 
uh, one time she will come to me and tell me, uh, let me try or something like that. And she will decide. Yeah, because right now, definitely, I don't know. She needs to have a lot of skills. Uh, currently, we talk with her on four different languages uh, from the uh, from the start. Uh, yes, because we know English, French, uh, Ukrainian and Russian. And uh, we try to uh, give uh, she everything what she needs and build the uh, lovely environment around her, maybe robots even, etc., that uh, she will decide what she will need. So I can only create environment and love her. <laughs> and and I believe she she should be happy. This is the most important thing, I believe. What uh, profession she will choose, it will be her choice. That's beautiful. That's absolutely, I love that. That's, that's really, yeah. I appreciate that as, as a parent myself, although my, you know, my kids are, are grown up and they've got their own kids, but uh, nonetheless, it's uh, that's a very, very refreshing outlook. So I think it's fair to say, um, Andre, is it not that, you know, technology has become, uh, and some might say always has been, a world game changer. You know, it's going to change the world. It is changing the world rapidly, as I said at the top of this conversation, exponentially. In my humble opinion, that's my perception. You know, and I haven't got your in-depth knowledge and experience around around technology. But even so, um, I see how it's advancing humanity. So although technology is, um, you know, a, a massive a massive advancer of humanity, uh, and yes, it's got its challenges. I'm not saying it's all, you know, all uh, sweetness and light. But as an individual, as a person, we as individuals, what do you think it is that makes a world game changer? You know, an individual, a person. What makes me a world game changer or you or your daughter or, or whoever? I believe the, the biggest... Mm what will be found the individuals let's imagine as an example the future uh, yes in this case we will understand what's better for the individuals uh, if we talk about the future i believe the next maybe five years the artificial intelligence will become the like game-changing technology and a lot of places will be uh, working places will be replaced yes uh, government will try to stop it and i believe it will be some kind like not a war but uh, some kind like a conflict between the all, uh, old governments and new system of the uh, corporation system i believe uh, if we talk about the future, uh, as an example, currently exist already a lot of technologies with what cannot work. Uh, if we talk about the surgeries, etc., uh, exists already platforms, programs, equipment, which allow, as an example, uh, good uh, surgery in USA, uh, do the operation in Ukraine, as an example. Mm-hmm. But uh, we don't have enough connection. Do we, do we have pretty uh, pretty long signal throughout our current internet system, and uh, game changer technology. Uh, Samsung, I believe, is a huge company. Is, uh, told they will be in 2028. Will provide new update. As an example, we have 3G, 4G, 5G. Each of these names mean 10x faster for in internet. And if we will have 6G in this case. Uh, this is a lot of technologies we start growing. So Samsung and big corporation decided that they can achieve those results, 6G, uh, for 2088, for 2030. 
and then will be like a boom uh, because a technology boom because then everything will become available there definitely uh, surgery people can uh, in USA can do the operation in Ukraine and uh, etc for the individuals individuals I believe the, the what we can do learn more languages <laughs> learn more skills be more adaptive and uh, try to understand uh, better maybe what will be next step I believe nobody know <laughs> yeah mm. uh, but we can just maybe decide uh, to be adaptive educatable and what's happened for the individuals it's a good question because uh, yeah if we talk about the humanity I can understand what's happened what will happen with individuals pretty difficult question for me uh, need educate yeah we will need educate each of our as individual we will need he will need educate and be more flexible i believe because mm. it brings in andre does it not this kind of um relationship between artificial intelligence and mm -hmm. emotional intelligence uh, and you know, I've heard it said that, and I'm not saying it's right, I'm not passing judgment on it one way or the other, but a kind of semi-consistent thread of opinion I've, I've received uh, or been part of is that you've got to choose one over the other. You know, you're either into AI where you've got a relationship with systems and processors and technology, or you've got emotional intelligence where you really connect with the people. Um, so it's, and I'm, you know, I, I don't personally, I don't agree with that kind of either or, because I think in life it's a question of balance. It's a question of choices, uh, yeah. like you alluded to with, you know, with your daughter. Um, any thoughts about this relationship between emotional intelligence as connecting as people or artificial intelligence as connecting more deeply with technology and which ones the most uh, prominent if if there is you know and i'm playing i'm playing kind of playing with this a bit andre to sort of suggest and divide the two but i've already said from my own opinion you can't divide the two it's it's a kind of marriage you know they go together yeah uh, they uh, they will go to, together definitely yes because uh, currently can we educate as an example system uh, be like uh, have emotional intellect i believe not right now no uh we will need more powerful processors etc uh, to do it uh, but uh, right now if we talk about the emotional intellect and artificial intelligence they will be in future in collaboration they will help each other as an example it's possible to develop right now application which will join to our call and will uh, tell you okay what emotions uh, feel another person uh, because uh, sometimes uh, currently a lot of people like individuals they are, um, usually sit their laptops uh, as we, and if you talk about the younger people they always use their phones laptops etc everywhere so and uh, sometimes even they do not see their emotional uh, intellect they see uh, like do it they move their emotions to the social networks to the internet etc but uh, in their lives they even sometimes cannot understand what's happening and artificial intelligence can help here uh, to talk uh, talk with them and tell okay currently you feel uh, bad or good <laughs> or some uh, yeah or positive or negative 
So it will be definitely like a marriage between those two yeah. factors. Yeah. So, you know, as, as you move forward, as we move forward, as humanity moves forward, Andre, how do you see it, you know, within the kind of sort of, I mean, where are we now? 2023, at the end of 2023. So... You know, let's go in five-year cycles. Uh, well, let, let's go in, so at the end of, of the decade, so, you know, by the 2023, 2030, in another seven years, how do you see the world looking then? Oh, I believe currently, uh, usually it's happened, uh, yes. If we talk right now, I believe currently we on the place where everything's changing, even the uh, old rules do not work, etc. And uh, we need to define the new rules, uh, decide how it will be, how world will work next 100 years. Will be good, defi- definitely decided for next maybe thousands of years, but right now it's we, we can do it for the next 100 years, I believe. Uh, as well, if we talk about the technical side, I believe we stay on the kind of like a, a revolution, a revolution plate. <laughs> yeah, uh, we already on the fringe, and uh, just one technology, uh, 6G, as I told, uh, can bring us to the future. So, uh, from the technical world, uh, we need just to speed up internet, to speed up the connection, to speed up the things, and uh, everything will move forward. Definitely right now difficult to decide exactly what happened step by step, but we can see it like a whole conception. In whole conception, we see that uh, as, as to the technical wo- uh, to the world will be bring new connection, which allow to connect in Ukraine to USA as an example during couple milliseconds, and this will not take impact on the any kind of actions. In this case, that's all. Uh, then the world will become global. This is what happened, yes. And I believe you know this maybe century. In this case, we will remove a lot of fringes. What right now have between the different countries, etc. Mm. It should become more global and think how to maybe achieve the Mars and other planets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So are you, I think it's fair to say what I'm picking up in your tone there and your energy, Andre, is there's an enthusiasm and optim, optimism about the future of our planet. Is is that true to say? Are you optimistic? Yeah, I am fully optimistic about everything. I believe uh, in, in world a lot of different things happened, but uh, we should stay optimistic. We, we should think more globally and uh, think about even other plat- uh, planets and uh, yeah, yeah, to achieve it. And, and move forward because if we talk about the uh, about the humanity we already live i believe <laughs> millions of uh, thousands of years uh, on this planet and we can move forward we we need to move forward because uh, our population is growing and everything happened we anyway will be needed to move to another, to another, to another places mm. the um yeah, so I recently was part of, well, co-created a book um, released on October a few weeks ago, Andre, called EI and AI Through the Eyes of a Recycled Teenager. And there was mm-hmm. some amazing co-authors in there, contributed to key subjects such as health, poverty, mm-hmm. um, the relationship between EI and AI, education, finance you know there was a whole kind of environmentalism 
mm-hmm. sustainability. So these, these, these great people each contributed a chapter. If you was writing in a book like that, um, Andre, what would you focus on? Would yours be focusing on health, education, finance, whatever? What would it be for you? I believe health. I believe health will be most uh, interesting for me. Health and currently we develop a lot of different health application in USA. Uh, we have around maybe seven different projects where we use artificial intelligence already. So yeah, if we talk about the health, I believe this is most not even the health, but more we start from the health. But we uh, we talk about the bio programming as an example. Yeah, yeah this is most powerful thing uh, what can be <laughs> developed, I believe. Uh, and this can be impactful, in fact, not just for humanity, but individuals as well. Because uh, currently exists already a language of programming the uh, biotechnologies, as an example, when you can uh, take uh, some, make in- injection of your own, uh, when you take your own cells, uh, mix it with the needed viruses or something like that, and push back to a body. And this is, I believe, one of the uh, greatest things because it can, it can fix ton of the different uh, problems with the health, what people have. As an example, you go to the Africa, you make a, an injection, and that's all. That's all. You, now malaria is not a, <laughs> cannot catch you. So, and uh, other things. So it's biotechnology and it's uh, related to the health. And currently artificial intelligence, we develop a couple projects for bio labs, as an example, when we allow them to make, uh, make the, uh, speed up their process, handle more tests, do the more things. And it allows them to faster find different uh, antidotes for the viruses. And it's great, I believe. Mm, fascinating brilliant and Andre thank you so much for these insights it's been you know for me yet again a very refreshing with a very refreshing insight into technology and how it impacts our life and I think hopefully you agree listeners that the you know what we've spoke about here Andre and I has been you know it's been broad it's been general but I think and feel and certainly hope it's been at a level where it's real It's real about, you know, some of the fears that we have around technology and putting, you know, rest in one or two of those fears to say, look, let's embrace it as a good thing because it is a good thing. Is it perfect? Probably not. But what is perfection? We're all going to look at that differently anyway. But I think to take heart from the fact that, you know, that technology is advancing our world, it is advancing humanity. And, you know, as Andre's focused on two or three times there, health you know, uh, I've alluded to the book, EI and AI through the eyes of the recycled teenager and the fact that there is a chapter in there around health. It's fascinating. It's saving lives. And and that can't be a bad thing, surely. So um, any final thoughts, Andre, before we come to a close around anything at all? Let's build innovations, be adoptive and, uh, yeah, move this world to the next level. Wow. And what I love about that, listeners, and I've said this so, so, so many times, when guests kind of sum up at the end and they just use a few words, it's what? One, two, three, bang. It's very impactful. 
It's very on point. And I think what Andre said there is absolutely perfect. So immense gratitude once again, Andre. And um, I'm going to sign off the way I always do by saying, remember, the world's changing. How will you respond? Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world's changing. How will you respond?